BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're live right here on Sports Grid. It is the early line on a Wednesday morning. Kevin Walsh joined by Donnie Wrightside. Tons to get to here. Only two hours to do it. How are you feeling, Donnie? Feeling good right now. Watching a little highlights go out, and I just saw a Baltimore Orioles home run that just squeaked over. I mean, come on, man. We could start this all day long, but I don't have time for that because the Mavericks won last night. They extended the series in the content business, Kevin. They gave us more games. That's why I am mm. in a great mood today to start off. What day is it, by the way? Is it Wednesday? Wednesday, okay. Yeah, it's Wednesday. No, it's Wednesday. You're okay. good there. No, man. it's interesting. Almost no, hit a like Thursday. Other teams, almost. Those other man. teams are allowed to hit those same short home runs. This is how the game goes, how the game goes. But you're right. The Mavs got it done. Although, boy, did we almost have a very different conversation around this team. They were up by 29 points going into the fourth quarter. And this thing went to single digits because the bench, the bench for the Golden State Warriors cut this thing to eight at one point. They subbed the starters back in. Eventually, the Mavs were able to hold them off and win this by double digits, 119-109. Yeah, nice win yesterday by the Mavericks. This is one of those games we talked about, Kevin, that said, you know what? Even though they're down 0-3 in the series, not saying they can win the series, but there's a really good chance that they could blow the Golden State Warriors out. And yes, they still won by double digits. Probably should have won by 20-plus points. Just an odd series, an odd NBA playoff so far. But congratulations if you make money. on If you take the over yesterday, you hit it. If you hit the Mavericks, you hit it. Mm-hmm. If you took the over one-and-a-half three-point shots for Jalen Brunson, no, you didn't hit that. So, oh, well. No, you didn't hit that. If you... Climb the ladder, though. What did we talk about? Mavs minus nine and a half at plus 270. Right. Just eh, everything's right. going to be a blowout. Although I'll yeah. say, all the people who have been complaining about blowouts, I'd hope that you did not watch, you know, the Kaminga pool-led comeback. You're not allowed to enjoy the nice things that come late into a fourth quarter. I got to say, if you are the Dallas Mavericks, though, quickly. I know we got a lot to get to here, but quickly, right? Mm-hmm. You got to be kicking yourselves. You know you should be 2-2 through four. Yes. You know you should be 2-2 through four, Donnie. Oh, man. At least two, two through four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Uh, speaking of some other NBA news, Nikola Jokic leads the All-NBA team there. Got that spot over Joel Embiid for first-team All-NBA, as anticipated with him winning the MVP. You saw that rounded out by Giannis, Doncic, Tatum, and Booker. LeBron checked in for NBA third team. Miami Heat, the number one overall seed. Somehow, zero All-NBA players. What do you know, Donnie? I have no idea how this team is in the Eastern Conference Finals. How come, by the way, Kevin, also, how come we can do in the NBA All-Star game make like six guards in the starting lineup, even though there's only five players that can play, Mm. but Joel Embiid gets second team All-NBA? Come on now. You can't slide him in there as a power forward or move Jokic around. That's just madness right there. That was the only thing I had a gripe with, which I do agree, everybody on there, well-deserving. But when I see Joel Embiid end up on the second-team All-NBA, just doesn't ring right to me. I understand it's odd for the guy that finishes second in MVP to be second-team yeah. All-NBA, but it is, it's a position thing. I don't know. It I is. understand for centers. It's, I hear what you're saying, but it's also kind of how it's been forever, so that's why I don't complain about it. Too much. Double up NHL headlines here. The Rangers, even the series, as they take both games at the Garden. It's been a home series so far between them and Carolina. And then the Oilers get the job done. 3-1 lead. Evander Kane with a pair of goals here. He's got 12 goals this postseason. Connor McDavid 
on the assist sheet once again with 18 so far this postseason, Donnie. The uh, NHL playoffs have continued to deliver. They'll be back in action tonight when the Stanley Cup favorites in the Colorado Avalanche get underway. The radio audience is here with us on a Wednesday morning. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. We'll go over to Major League Baseball. Hey, now, got to say, the Boston Red Sox, this team's hot. It seems really, really hot. 16 runs against the Chicago White Sox, and that's no gimme. Three innings, eight hits, seven earned runs. That's what they put up against Dylan Cease. What a performance for Boston. Yeah, what a performance by Boston here. Two for six at the play. Trevor Story, another four RBI, another home run here. And this is what we've been waiting on for the Boston Red Sox, getting the hitting going in hitting environments. And this is what I like to see also, Kevin, playing it forward, right? 16 runs, 19 hits. Every day you update those statistics day-to-day, looking at team totals, that game's going to help those statistics out. So I love the fact that the Red Sox pounded out 16 runs in this game. Put them on the board! Yeah! Just in the Red Sox. One thing I love about the Red Sox lineup, though, is that, like, it's everybody is bad except for the three stars. Devers, 337. Bogarts, mm-hmm. 323. J.D. Martinez, mm-hmm. 366. And then everybody nice. else is basically, like, 250 and below. It's it's really interesting how that plays out. Talking about the Red Sox, I'm going to former Red Sox, obviously, Mookie Betts here. This guy's starting to heat up in a huge way. Pair of homers yesterday against the Washington Nationals. He's up to 12 on the season. And uh, for those that are keeping count now, uh, this guy is, as far as everybody outside of Aaron Judge, atop that home run leaderboard here. He's going to start to flirt with that 300 average and maybe start to flirt with an MVP case. Yeah, exactly. And he's going to do that. And he's talented enough to do that. But also, when you take a look at the Dodgers, like every night now, it seems like they're getting close to double digits, if not scoring double digits. And that you still look down there. Muncie, 154. Justin Mm -hmm. Turner, 201. Like, they're not even all firing on all cylinders. But that's how good. When you have nine guys that at any moment can go off at the plate, that's what you get with the Dodgers. 29 and 13. It's a good baseball club. Last headline here that stays out in California. I might as well label this one mm. victory lap. The Niners expect to trade Jimmy G. This isn't, though, from Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport, Donnie. This comes from Kyle Shanahan. Oh. Oh, we're oh, not going to get the well, wait, maybe first round pick, right? First round pick we were told oh. offseason. So still in the middle. You know mix. what he said? Watch you out, know what Jimmy he said G. the reason was they didn't trade him. You'll never guess. Lot coming. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Time to hear on this Wednesday morning. We go to game number four in the Western Conference Finals. The Dallas Mavericks win by 10, 119 to 109. In various ways, that score line is deceiving. Dallas was up by 29 going into the fourth quarter. It's why Steph only played 33 minutes, right? Or why Draymond only played 
26 minutes because this game was a blowout. But a big push was made by the bench of Golden State, and this game was legitimately cut down underneath double digits at one point. Ultimately, Dallas was able to hold off. Steve Kerr really kind of very slow to put starters back in, was trusting his group. Once it was down to eight, he did give Steph a go at it and then, you know, kind of worked it slowly through Wiggins out there, through Clay out there, which was understandable. There was a debate if he should have put any of them out there. Maybe we'll touch on that. But ultimately, it was a 119-109 victory for the Dallas Mavericks. They extend this series. Both of us yesterday thought they had a good chance to do so. What was your takeaway overall from Game 4? Yeah, it was almost exactly the way we had planned it out, other than, you know, a couple prop bets that didn't work out in my direction. But we said all along the Dallas Mavericks were going to be game in game four. <laughs> this wasn't one of those games where we said, okay, Dallas is just going to show out for the home crowd. And, man, I really don't feel like going back to San Francisco to play Golden State again in game five. They showed that, my goodness, what could have been so far? Because I am still writing off the Dallas Mavericks. I don't think they're going to rip off three more wins after being down 3-0 and force a game seven, let alone win a game seven for a four straight victories here. But I have to say, if you're in the Dallas Mavericks locker room, you're saying to yourself, we should at least be going back 2-2 to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And worst case scenario, best case scenario, we might actually have a 3-1 lead. So let's not write them off again. And we talked about it yesterday, Kevin, right? Can they extend the series? Can they get to game six? Or can they get to a game seven, which would turn huge profits here? But I think we both had it on the nose saying I think they can win game four going to be a lot tougher in game five but at the same time the blowout margin of victory is on the side of the Mavericks and they did exactly as we planned through those three quarters here still ended up winning by double digits that's a great mm -hmm. victory for the Mavericks here maybe they can build on it and some of those guys that you needed to get the confidence back in Kevin like Reggie Bullock goes out yesterday drained six three-point shots you need that to now show up on the road if you want to have a chance to extend the series into game six back in Dallas again yeah, I'll say, one, if you had the Warriors team total under, this was a nightmare. It's 70 through three. You basically thought oh, they can't get to 40. I mean, they got to 39 points, right? I believe it was 108 and a half, 107 and a half, one of the two numbers. Mm. That's tough. Man. That's a tough, tough pill to swallow there, all in all. But for me, on the Dallas Mavericks side, I think this team, while, yes, they have to be furious that they're not 2-2 because they should be 2-2. Okay, any, any you know, honest, you know, observe. Ah, then again, give, get, you know, Golden State their credit for coming back. But you get the message. They should feel like they are on the level of Golden State, which is crazy to say at times, I know. But I think they've demonstrated that ultimately throughout this four-game set so far here. The thing for the Dallas Mavericks, you ask yourself, where did this go right? The 109 that we just referenced there doesn't jump off of the page as a juggernaut defensive performance. They asked Luca in the post-game, uh, you know, on-court, you know, commentary there. Hey, what was right? Our defense was amazing. Let up in the fourth quarter, but the defense was amazing. That is the key for the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks, if they're going to win, like the Warriors have to be under a buck ten. They have to be maybe under a buck, you know, one hundred five. That's the range that they have to be able to keep. What has been the number one offense throughout this postseason so far in the Golden State Warriors? They have to keep them in check and. You know, you do that in various ways, right? Like, you throw off Steph if you can. You can't let Draymond start to get into a great facilitating rhythm. The numbers on Golden State starters are so low because also they didn't play like a full, you know, swell of minutes there. But Dallas's defense, yes, it's great when Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock combined for 10 triples. Pair that with, you know, Maxi Kleba finally being able to make some open shots. I understand all that. But we've talked about this nonstop, and I thought it rung true once again last night. The Dallas defense and when they show up they do have a legit chance no they do and, and that's got to be the you know carbon copy performance that you need in game five in san francisco going to be a lot harder because it's one of those games where you say the golden state warriors have that championship pedigree the golden state warriors are supposed to close you out when you have a close that game they weren't able to do that but at the same time were they saving up a little bit because this doesn't have all the makings of man we're just going to rest our starters in the fourth quarter let's not get anybody injured here and let's go back like hold on now we're actually making a legitimate run at this thing let's see if we can actually put some pressure on the dallas mavericks in the final three to four minutes of the game now it didn't happen here but if you could turn out you didn't get anybody injured you're heading back to golden state you're going to be a favorite obviously in that game but i do like the prog the prognosis 
that if you play really good defense, and I'm talking about against a Golden State team, 24 points in the first quarter, 23 in the second quarter, 23 in the third quarter. Now, again, they did score 39 in the fourth, but that was one of those, let's just run out the clock, score as much as you want. You have no chance of coming back to get us, even though they did make it a little bit closer than what we thought would be. But if you're going to say, I can hold Golden State to below 25 points a quarter routinely, you're going to be in these ball games, and maybe you're going to be in it enough to win game five. Now, to uh, hone in on the Luka performance here, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. So under his points prop, over his points, rebounds, and assists prop. And Luka, obviously, great job attacking the glass. It was the most uh, assists he's had since game number 5 against the Phoenix Suns. So for Luka, it, it was a great game in other areas. But this was not an efficient night from Luka Doncic. 10 of 26 from the floor. That's good enough for under 39% from the field. Again, take a look at the last two games. 42 and 40, and he, you know, on a combined basically 50% shooting between those two games there for him, and exactly exactly 50% shooting between those two games for Luka Doncic. So to me, that stands out for two things. One, people have been asking, well, what more can Luka do? The answer was nothing. Luka didn't have to do more. Everybody else had to do more. That's just the, you can't, ah, man, Luka's not giving us, giving us enough here at 34, 10, and 6. I hope he starts to give us 44, you know, 15, and 12. That's not realistic, okay? However, with that being said, when we talk about Dallas long-term now, is this any more than what the Denver Nuggets did, right? Got, got the series back to Golden State, lost in five, competitive game five, but ultimately lost in five. Well, Luka has an ability now. To bounce back a little bit here, I'm not trying to downplay 30, 14, and 9, but I'm talking about the efficiency from Luka Doncic. That climbs the ladder. Look, he's put himself in a, in a tier, Donnie. I can actually anticipate 40 from him going back to Golden State. I, I really can. That's the nice thing here for the Dallas Mavericks. They've shown that they can win in Golden State, even if they didn't close the door in game number two. Luka didn't go out there. He didn't play the best game of his series. He didn't. Right? It was actually a worse game than, than the two prior. I Look, I'm not sure what the pick will be, but Dallas is not done here just yet to me. No, they're not. And you take a look at that 30, 14, and 9, which is incredible. And we were trying to say to ourselves, okay, can he get that points, rebounds, and assists? He's probably not going to get it unless he gets that points total. We got 30. So most of the time, say, he got 30, man. Catch that points prop. No, his points prop yesterday was 34 and a half. So sometimes when you see the stat line, oh, he only got – 30 last night, which is amazing, but should have had a triple-double there. One assist short. Imagine if that was a 30, 14, and 10 performance, which I know it's mm. hey, it's only one more assist, but that extra assist here puts you in that stratosphere, like legendary type of game. But if we're looking forward to game five overall, more of the same, Kevin. But I like the fact that, again, getting back to Who's going to join us for the party here? Starting lineup, Finney Smith, 23, Bullock, 18, Brunson, 15, along with the 30 points they're scored by Luka Doncic. If we can get some semblance of that, Kevin, in game five, this is going to be a good one here. And do we have the odds up, I'm going to assume here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, for the game yet for, uh, I guess, Friday night or Thursday night, is it? Thursday, Thursday I don't night. See it up yet here. I think it was seven and a half. Right now, a lot seven of these lines are locked. I'm not so sure about right. as to why that is. Oh, let me. Yeah. Was it 53 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, or 52 and a half? I, that's what I was trying to determine. I don't know if he got it or not. I think he might have got. Was it 53 and a half or 52 and a half? That's interesting. He might have. He might have went for 30, 14, and nine, and you lost by the hook. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that scene. is that is out. Outrageous. Look, we'll button this up here on Dallas and Golden State. Some other NBA headlines I want to bring into the mix as well. You are watching and listening to The Early Line on SportsGrid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Context, people. Context is what matters. I found myself in debates over this um, at various points when it comes to different things. And I'm probably going to end up in that once again. There's a lot of people who are going to say, oh, look at Golden State. They're up 3-1. Dominant, dominant, dominant. No, they're not. They've not been dominant. At any point in these playoffs, I mean, a couple of games here and there, but, I mean, look around. Who hasn't had some big games? But Golden State is not consistently leaving teams for dead in the way that everybody likes to pretend they are. I've talked about the Denver series being closer than everybody remembers. I hope people, I think people remember that the Memphis series was a close one, went six ultimately. And I think this series, again, despite a 3-1 Golden State lead, is a close series. Has anybody... Come away, an honest observer, telling you that Golden State is levels above the Dallas Mavericks? <clears throat> I haven't seen that. Have you seen that, Donnie? Have you seen that? No, no, not necessarily either. And when we talk about, you know, in context where, yes, it was a 3-0 lead coming in and you saw that, oh, wrap it up in four games, you'll be a minus 200 favorite here in the NBA Finals because you waxed the Dallas Mavericks and you're finally hitting your stride. Could this turn into one of those moments where it's, okay, it's 3-1, which we anticipated, you expect on your home court to take care of business and wipe the Dallas Mavericks out of the playoffs. But, Kevin, what happens if they don't do that? Has that then put a shining spotlight here on the Eastern Conference and said, hey, guys, the Golden State Warriors aren't exactly who we thought they were going to a game six or maybe even a game seven when this should have been the series over and they should have been getting a full week's rest ahead of the Eastern Conference. There's still a lot to be played out, and I do expect the Golden State Warriors to win at home, but it would be nice to throw that little wrench in the mechanics here to say, well, hold on now. We thought we might be getting out of here with a sweep or at least a gentleman's sweep, and now we're fighting and we have to win a closeout game once again in Dallas in game six. Could get interesting here, but I'm not letting myself get all that excited until we see the outcome of tomorrow night's game. And, and look, I, I think the most excited anybody's been kind of about major comebacks, right, in terms of buying into it, was when Toronto and Philly were playing because mm-hmm. you were dealing with an, an injured Embiid and whatever the heck Harden was doing, right, and the Doc Rivers stuff. So people were investing it. But ultimately, they finished that out in Toronto, actually, in a sixth game. I think it's reasonable that this series ends in a similar fashion. But even if it ends the way the Denver Nuggets series did, that was a game where the Denver Nuggets at one point led by double digits. And ultimately, they covered in their loss in game number five. They kept it close. But let me ask you this, Donnie. As we sit here now, again, the the odds have popped back up. The Golden State Warriors are minus 170 to win the NBA championship. Minus 170. Miami Heat are seven to one. I, I'm not. I can't believe I'm gonna have to do this again. <laughs> Minus one seven on the Golden State Warriors, the Denver Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Dallas Mavericks. Are any of those three teams to you better than Boston or Miami? Any? Are we talking about Golden State and Dallas as matching up against yeah. them? If for Golden State, when you think about their opponents, right? Yeah. Do you yeah. do you view? That is there any, their hardest opponent is still to come in the Eastern in, in, to, in the NBA okay. Finals. Yes. Boston and Miami are better than anybody that they didn't play yes. the 65 win Phoenix Suns, right? They they ultimately have drawn a Dallas Mavericks team we haven't believed in. 
the the youngest team I actually think like might be the youngest team in the NBA, certainly in the postseason. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies. And then yeah, and then John Morant gets injured. And then the Denver Nuggets, who despite having the MVP, nobody believed in. And they've been yes. close series. Like the Golden State Warriors are booked as if this thing is over. People talk about them as if this thing over. But the results, if you actually break them down beyond who won, cool got it, it tells you, Donnie, they're gonna be in for an absolute dogfight, whoever they play in the NBA Finals. And you're right about that. And let's just take a look at the way this sets up because I love the fact that we always can bring the Miami Heat into the situation. Why is it that we look at the Golden State Warriors, right? They're the minus 170 favorites here at the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the NBA championship. And we get that because it looks like they're going to close out the Dallas Mavericks. But why is it like a feather in their cap, Kevin, that they're going to have home court advantage? But apparently the Miami Heat, since they have home court, adva- home court advantage here in the Eastern Conference Finals, means absolutely zero. It means nothing here. Because they're quite frankly, the reason why the Golden State Warriors are that minus 170 is because people are saying, okay, they're already into the finals, right? they got to win one of the next three games against the Mavericks, which they probably will. But, oh, yeah, they have the comfort of the home court advantage. What would it have been if the Golden State Warriors did not have the comfort of home court advantage? Will it still be that minus 170? Because the only reason I bring that up is because I know you see that 7-1 price on the Miami What's Heat, like on? as if they're already already out of the Eastern Conference Finals and they can't win, but yet it's a best of three where they have two games at home and Boston has one game at home. It's pretty crazy the way this is factored out where it's almost a foregone conclusion where the books are like, look, we're already prepared for Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics. Minus 160 for Boston Golden State to me next round. That's what the current price is. Minus 160 for Boston Golden. Hold on a minute. Honestly, did I miss injury news? I saw the dark Twitter sphere trying to talk about maybe there's some Miami guys that have COVID or something. That line is up to two, <laughs> and the Celtics are up to minus 170, and the Heat are down now to seven to one to win the title. So here's the question, all right? We have obviously all of our number two will be able to preview that game. If the Miami Heat win tonight, by what? We'll go 10 points, right? That's what we kind of oppose. Mm, they win by 10 strong. points. Yeah. yeah. Are, are, are they favored to win this series? The Heat? Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't know. So you would yeah, that now that would be insane. Like if let's just say even if it was priced out like ah, you know, we don't know what to do. Minus one ten a piece here to win the series. You say, now hold on, let me get this straight. One team needs to win one out of the next two. The other team needs to win yes. two out of the next two, including another yes. game on that team's home court, which they just got waxed in game five on said home court. That would be pure insanity to wind up, but don't put it across or don't put it, you know, past any book or even the FanDuel Sportsbook to do that because the MO right now is the Boston Celtics. We must have so much leverage going against mm. them right now. We have to do this every single night. But are you telling me that if Miami wins tonight, they're going to go from plus 700 to plus 300 to win a title? <laughs> what are we doing here with these numbers? I mean, what are we doing here with these Miami Heat numbers? And let me add this then into the focus. I was going to bring this up anyway, okay? Miami won the, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, okay? 53 wins. Bam Adebayo was up for, you know, DPOY. Actually, then somehow got bumped down to the second team. Okay, he doesn't get it. Well, Jimmy was the best player on the team. He doesn't make all NBA. You had to make sure you got Pascal Siakam in there. And the, what, fifth seed, Toronto Raptors, had to make sure they had a representative and not Jimmy Butler on an all-NBA team. Okay, so they have nobody on the all-NBA team. Bam Adebayo's not a, you know, top five defensive player in the NBA, right? How many all-stars did they? Well, Jimmy was the only all-star that they had. Tyler Hero did win sixth man of the year. I guess he's the greatest sixth man of the year in the history. There's Eric Spolstra. He doesn't win coach of the year, right? Now, that goes out to Monty Williams, despite the fact that he's got, like, seven all-stars, apparently, in Phoenix. I'm telling you this right now. People are going to think I'm crazy. I don't care. Extra motivation. What an absolute treat that the NBA sent out the day before this game that Jimmy Butler did not make the all-NBA team while they hand Tatum a top-five slot on a platter and Jimmy Butler doesn't make an all-NBA team. A disgrace of a snub. Literally, and this is why I've been doing this Miami thing. Nobody watches Heat basketball. Is what's been proven time and time and time again. Nobody watches Heat basketball. A snub like no other that nobody on the Miami Heat, the number one seed, makes an all-NBA team. Watch what happens tonight. 30 from Jimmy tonight. Miami wins. And then they go to, like, I don't know, 12-1 to to win the title. And Boston becomes, like, favorites with Golden State somehow, some way. But that's where we're at, Donnie, here. I I I couldn't be happier 
from the long-term perspective that they snubbed Jimmy Butler from the All-NBA team. We'll see how it plays out because we all thought we'd also get that bump from Joel Embiid for the Philadelphia 76ers when it was finally announced that he was not the MVP and went to Nikola Jokic. Didn't have that great a performance. I'm more worried about Jimmy Butler's knee overall than actually him getting angry and playing well after a snubbed performance. But it does make some sense here where you would look and say, what do we need out of the Miami Heat tonight? And again, we're going to break this down in hour number two of the show. I'm excited for this one. But if you're looking at lines and you're saying to yourself, Boston minus two on the way up. Does it get the minus two and a half here? It's kind of crazy the way this is playing out. And also, we don't even know the injury status. What happens if we get a clean bill of health for Jimmy Butler? Get a clean bill of health for Tyler Hero. And Marcus Smart still doesn't play. And who knows if, you know, Williams is going to show up at center here for the Boston Celtics. We don't know any of that. But it looks like the <coughs> betters know that Boston is supposed to win tonight. That's what it looks like. Yeah, evidently they, they've got the secret sauce. I can't believe. Mm-hmm. I'm some, please, tell Gabe I said, I can't believe they put Pascal Siakam on there over Jimmy Butler. What an absolute race. Wow, what do you want? Race. What do you want, Kevin? Yeah. You always hated Toronto anyway. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. You got to make sure you get the fifth seed Toronto Raptors, their representation. An absolute mockery of the whole situation here. Look, I don't want to squeeze anything else in, so I will ask you this honestly. Mm-hmm. You see the, yeah. the two. Is that just people betting Boston, or are there? In, is there going to be some surprise? Like, Hero's not coming back. Is there some surprising injury news that we're not actually anticipating? I, I, like, it's, it's, it is a little bit baffling to me. And is it just what you watched last game and you say, oh, my goodness? Well, we did that before already in this series. Like, did you watch game two? Boston's so much better. Whoa, there go the Heat winning game three here. I don't know. I don't know what to think of making that number here other than everybody loves Boston. It's the only thing I can make of it. Yeah, I, that's my thought but then again the injury report for the Miami Heat is so although I'll tell you this you know who's not on the injury report for the Miami Heat so go through the names PJ Tucker Gabe Vincent Tyler Hero Max Struss Kyle Lowry you know the one glaring omission from that injury report Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler told you I was bad nothing to do with the knee inflammation I was bad, no excuses, I'll bounce back. And he will bounce back. I might skip the preview an hour or two. You already know what I think about that Mm -hmm. game. We're back after a quick break right here on Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. All right, we, um, well, let me bring up one more thing from you because yesterday I feel like this was circulating a little bit here, and I think it's going to be one of the main things to track over the offseason, and that is the Zach Levine rumor mill. Zach Levine, an all-star caliber guy who is a non-restricted free agent, and, and the reports out of Chicago are, I would think he's coming back, but he might not. So I feel like if you basically use a decoder, considering that that's the Chicago thing, yeah, I don't know about Zach Levine going back, okay? There's going to be a ton of suitors out there, and the way things ended in Chicago were a disaster this past season. 
The most recent rumor was Atlanta that we saw. And pairing up he and Trey Young. It's an interesting fit when you think about it, right? Because those are not two guys that jump off of the page, certainly for what they bring to the defensive side of the basketball. But if you can get some others to take that step forward, DeAndre Hunter, right? You've got Capella in the back. Mainly, you get another guy next to Trey, who this year was a top five scorer in the NBA, right? Top five assists in the NBA. You get him another all-star instead of the second best player on that team being either John Collins or off of the bench Bogdan Bogdanovich. That feels like a huge piece of news. Have you been following this Zach Levine stuff? The Sixers have been talked about it at all. Do you have any thoughts on Zach Levine early into the offseason? I, lo- I love this the way it turns out. Now, number one, I do agree with you here. Like, if you're the Chicago Bulls, you can't be quite happy with how this is actually turning out because you say to yourself, whoa, man, I can pay you way more than anybody else. And if you're somewhat happy here, you're like, man, as soon as the ink is fresh when you're drawing up that contract, I'm going to sign that thing. Luka Doncic, saying the same thing in Denver. Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. The minute those big extensions are out there, I'm in. Giannis Antetokounmpo for the Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't say, ah, you know what? Let me take a little look around right here, which is kind of interesting. Interesting the way it plays out because you're in the NBA to win, yes, but you're in the NBA to make money and a lot of money. You can do that. But I do like the fact here is live a little, right? You're finally a free agent in the NBA. You're a very good basketball player. A lot of teams will want you. I love the fact that he's like, like, like hey, what do you think about going to the Lakers? Man, I love the Lakers. What do you think about going to the Hawks? Woohoo! Me and Trey would be amazing. What do you think about a sign and trade deal to go to the Sixers? Ooh, to play with Joel Embiid? He's doing the right thing here because it is fun to be wanted and wined and dined here. But best for him overall, if I'm him, I'm re-signing with the Chicago Bulls and getting that extra big payday. But if not, these guys make so much money where sometimes they say, look, I'm going to lose $50 million or so in this deal, but I'm going to have fun play with my friends, and mm-hmm. I'm going to re-up a Nike shoe deal. I got T-Mobile here. I'm doing Mountain Dew commercials left and right. I got enough bread in my bank account where I can go have fun and pick and yeah. choose where I go. Should get interesting. But, again, getting back to the original point, Kevin, Chicago's got to be like, no, hold on. You've been here a while. You're supposed to like it here. We could pay you more than anybody. This is the dream scenario. It's like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. let's do want to look around a little bit. But the thing is, right, and I think they've said this, the money gets so big at some points it almost feels negligible, the difference, right? And I think for the way things ended in Chicago, he absolutely is going to look around. A place like Atlanta, look, that's a a team that you would almost surely anticipate makes the postseason and maybe goes beyond that. Again, that Atlanta core made an Eastern Conference Finals, okay? It's bizarre. It's, it's It's so incredible to me the way... You know, you, you get an Atlanta team to make the Eastern Conference Finals, and people go, oh, that's a fluke. But then the Milwaukee Bucks are the greatest team in the world, and the Phoenix Suns are the greatest team in the world for going to the Finals that season, right? Like, again, it's, it's just everybody just kind of likes to spin things the way, the way that they ultimately want there. But there's a lot of teams out there where Zach Levine is going to feel like he has a legitimate chance to win if he lands in Philadelphia. I have no idea if that Lakers thing is possible. I mean, it's vaguely possible. Some people have said there he, you know, I grew up a Laker fan. He's clutch, which I mean, I'll tell you this right now. I'm walk. I've, t- I've said this before. I am walking in in a clutch, custom-made baseball jersey with Rich Paul's name on the back and the jersey number as a dollar sign. If they bring Zach Levine to Los Angeles, at which point everyone is going to be furious, and that will be the absolute stuff that we need to see go down there. Because let me say this, Donnie, if the Lakers get Zach Levine somehow. And I, again, probably unlike that. I got you. But now, would that, 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 that would probably get them right back on the right foot, right? Don't you think? I mean, you would love that as a lifelong Lakers fan here. You got Russ no. in the backcourt. You got Levine. LeBron got traded. Like, that's like you're yeah. ready to go good here point. as a Lakers fan at that point. Yes. It's a good point. Si- Phil Jackson's like, listen, guys, let's get a side and trade here. You send us Zach Levine. We'll send you LeBron. Uh-huh. We'll, easy yep. peasy. One for one deal here. Yeah, I. What do you think? LeBron tells Phil Jackson, "Hey, I got Zach Levine ready to come," and Phil's like, "I don't know if that fits." I I think Austin Reeves has really earned his keep here in the purple and gold. My goodness gracious! Don't get me started. All right, now we got to move over to Major League Baseball because now I'm getting somehow angry at the whole notion about it. Yesterday, overall though, we saw a lot of we saw a lot of hitting, and finally in Major League Baseball, right? Boston supplied mm-hmm. a ton of it. Yanks O's. 7-6, Cubs scored 11, Dodgers scored 9. Plenty of runs out there yesterday in Major League Baseball. It was all capped off with the night game, having 25 total runs between the Giants and the Mets. 
How are you feeling yesterday watching Tuesday be absolutely tangy? Yeah, feeling good watching it all the way through. You know, my Philadelphia Phillies obviously can't hold a bullpen against the Atlanta Braves, but overall there were a lot of balls leaving the yard and a lot of runs scored. But as I say that, Kevin, and the reason I put that in there, because even though Major League Baseball had a lot of high-scoring games, home runs, and guys finally getting it together, we had that game down in the trough yesterday. which was a little shaky early. Hey, look at this. Rays going to get their team total, and also the Rays are going to get the total for the game all by themselves here. That game runs up four to nothing. One of those six and a half that stares you right in the face going, how could this go wrong here? How could they not at least get the seven runs? The Marlins didn't score, only got five hits. That's what we expected down in the trough yesterday. So in the landmines all around them with 11 to four with the Cub Reds, Yankees seven to six, Dodgers nine to four, Braves six to five. You got that game, but also. Let's not hand the gold medal away just yet to underperforming teams like the Marlins. How about a nice, shiny gold medal here for those Detroit Tigers yesterday scoring, you guessed it, zero runs with that lineup every day. It's like when you wake up in the morning and say, you know, I got to get to work, Kevin. I'm going to drive in, and I caught every green light today. How fantastic was that? Every time you bet the Detroit Tigers, you hit every red light possible on your commute to work because nothing is right in that organization, and it's astounding to watch day to day. So all those runs scored yesterday, Detroit Tigers, yeah, they got zero. The Tigers had five hits. Yesterday on the board, 16 teams scored five or more runs. Yeah. But five hits. Madness, ultimately, when you watch that team and, and what they bring to the table yeah. uh, on a daily basis. To kind of, you know, talk, though, about it, your highest-scoring team uh, is the Boston Red Sox. You know, it's really interesting because you never want to throw a team away, but everything that they were bringing early season was horrendous. They've now won six in a row. They're, mm-hmm. two, they're two under five hundred In the grand scheme of it, right, nine and a half back from the Yankees, that's tough. But they're two and a half difference from the Toronto Blue Jays, right? Like, if you kind of narrow it down to the wild card perspective, the Blue Jays, I believe, are the last wild card team in. The Boston Red Sox season isn't over just yet. And, I mean, look, clearly, if they keep hitting like this, they're going to make a legitimate push here. Yeah, and, that, and that's how you gauge things now because you have the extra teams getting in the playoffs in Major League Baseball where it might have been a throwaway season for the Boston Red Sox right out of the gate just through the month of April. But you see the signs coming to life here. And sometimes all it takes is a few guys in your lineup to get hot and they can carry you the way through. Do we expect the Boston Red Sox to go out and go 8-2 and two in every 10 games they play the remainder of the season? No, we don't. But it's nice to see the signs of life here where you're talking about burying them. Like, man, are they really going to be – could they battle the Baltimore Orioles as the worst team in this division? Obviously, that's not going to be the case here. Now sitting at 20-22, and 22, closer to 500 and playing good baseball, you get that summer weather, you get it heating up, you're in that small ballpark up there in Boston, you got a lot of hitters, including Trevor Story, finally waking up. It's going to be a fun team to watch over the summer. But here's the thing that I struggle with with Boston, right? Because you'll hear a lot of teams, fan bases across the country. Oh, man, I hope we can get J.D. Martinez out of there. Man, I wonder what they do with Xander Bogarts. You might be thinking, man, what are they talking about? They're not getting rid of those guys. Xander has a player option. J.D. Martinez is a complete unrestricted free agent. Look, I know this is a tough thing to ask you now, but Mm -hmm. if you had to guess... Are both Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez on this Boston roster post-trade deadline, this upcoming trade deadline? Now, did you, are they both unrestricted free agents at the end of the season? So so Xander has a player option. So basically, he okay. will be. He will yes, be. Correct. And then yeah. absolutely no funny business. J.D. is just completely free to walk. Yeah, I don't think I, I think actually they will both still be on the roster because really you can't trade superstars. You, you can't trade superstars away when you're going to be in the mix. And if I think the Boston Red Sox are they're not the best team in the AL East, right? And they're not the mm-hmm. team that's going to win six games in a row quite frequently or go eight and ten, as I said, every ten games here. But that's still a big market. Now, not to say that they both won't be on the team next year. I think they'll continue and try to sign them into the offseason, but I can't imagine. A team like the Boston Red Sox with unlimited funds at the trade deadline in the heat of a playoff race going, you know what? I don't think we can make it into the wild card. But hold on, guys. 
You're one up in the wild. Yeah, but I don't think we can sustain that here. That can't happen in a big market. I doubt. Now, again, as I said, they might lose one, if not both, which I doubt in the offseason, but I don't see them trading at the deadline unless they're six to seven games out of the wild card at that time, which it doesn't mm-hmm. look like they're probably going to be now. Right. So, of course, that if they're if they're done, then they'll make the move. Correct. But if you kind of yes. keep them where they are now, right, mid-range here, yes. I know you say they have unlimited funds. They, they have the sixth highest payroll in Major League Baseball this year. There's a reason Mookie Betts plays for the Dodgers. There's sure. a reason when they signed Trevor Story, people didn't say, hey, Xander, are you excited he's here? Hey, are you uncomfortable about what this means for your future as a Boston Red Sox? I don't think they can move on from Xander. I think they almost have to maybe pretend they're interested in signing him and then maybe he'll get, you know, oh, they outbid us. What do you want? Or maybe they will actually bring back Xander Bogarts. I'd be pretty surprised if J.D. Martinez is on this Red Sox team post-deadline unless all of a sudden they're, like, in pole position. That's kind of, man, this guy's in 366. Yeah. What is this? This guy's second-best average in Major League Baseball. He actually had a four for five. Day. 366. I mean, he's been unbelievable for this team. So, obviously, that's a tough pill to swallow. You want to be taken serious. The Boston Red Sox are supposed to be a prideful organization. I'd be a little surprised if he sticks around. Uh, Let me get this one here. Uh, Yesterday, I feel bad because this used to be the story of every Phillies game. Uh, It's been the story for a couple uh, this year. The bullpen completely collapses, just completely falls apart. And it's the Atlanta Braves that win at 6-5, taking it down in the ninth inning. What was the takeaway? I mean, Bryce Harper hits the go-ahead homer in the top of the ninth. That's a tough loss for the Phils. No, it certainly it's a tough loss for the Phillies against a division rival where it looks like you're going to steal a game where Bryce Harper saves you in the top of the ninth inning with a blast, and then you give it away for free in the bottom of that inning. It's a tough pill to swallow. You want to go out, and especially when you have Max Fried on the mound for the Braves. You figure if you're the Braves, that's a win for us. That's our ace on the mound, and Gibson mm-hmm. was going to take him down, even though Gibson didn't pitch all that well. Tough loss for the Philadelphia Phillies, but seen this way too many times here. And also in the past couple weeks when they actually have won games where the offense rescued them after the bullpen collapsed, you can't have this every single year. These games mean so much right now and towards the end of the year. It's a shame that they're blowing games because that should be a win that you stole from the Braves yeah. and you lost it. And all of those games matter when we talk about the yeah. NL East or even, again, that, that NL wild card race there. Those teams right now both sit at 20 and 23 with the entire NL West in front of them, which is still wild. All right, quick break. We'll come back and button up our number one on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. All right, let's close out hour number one. We'll stick with Major League Baseball here. Wild game yesterday uh, between the Mets and the Giants. 13-12 final. Both teams held late leads. I know Mets fans will be disappointed to lose a game where you led 11-8 going into the bottom of the eighth and then had a lead going into the bottom of the ninth. 
But boy, do the San Francisco Giants need that one. And Jock Peterson comes in with a cool eight RBI in that game, which is insanity. And that's crazy because you take a look at both of those pitching staffs and that ballpark and you say to yourself, it probably plays to a four to three type ball game, not a 13 to 12. But actually, the Mets did stack a lot of left handed batters up in that game, which I thought might be able to pay some dividends to the tune of 12 runs. Probably didn't think they were going to do that much. But also, as we say, Kevin, when you're looking towards totals and getting some of these guys statistics back up, you know what's great? Have a major league baseball game with 37 total hits and 25 runs that's not a bad thing that's like hey man that's haven't scored in three straight days oh my goodness what their statistics are going to look like for next week when you're trying to handicap these games this is a luxury right now and i love the fact that this game had 25 runs and that amount of hits insanity and a fun game to watch if i guess what did it what did it i guess end 2 a.m 3 a.m my goodness i could not tell you even i was asleep uh, for that one, I'll tell you, you know, one of the uh, spots that was interesting in that game, though, was that a nice little Logan Webb strikeout prop. My guy came out, strikes out the side to start. Uh, I think he'll finish with six. Who cares? It was four and a half plus money. We're messing around with these strikeout props a little bit more, trying to expand the board. I was kind of only betting at least for a good while there. We're opening things up a little bit, and it's helping. Uh, I think for me, was there anything quickly that else that stood out to you yesterday throughout baseball? No, just watching it all the way through. Like the fact that we have some overs coming in here. Maybe it helps us out this weekend. But again, just getting back to the fact where a lot of runs are scored. A lot of hits are taking place. Averages are going up, which means more options for us, Kevin, throughout the summer. Nothing else stood out to Donnie. Nothing else stood out to Donnie. Hour two. No no little home runs. uh, No tiny ballparks. Yeah, we'll talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Ricardo's coming. See what else comes up. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.